0: Auto Line Daily is brought to you by BorgWarner, feel good about driving, Bridgestone, your journey, our passion, Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com and by the 2013 Hyundai Sonata, learn more at HyundaiSonata.com. Hello and welcome to AutoLine Daily. Coming up later in the show, we've got the results of our latest poll where you tell us about what you can and cannot live without in your car. But first, let's get to the news. Tesla reported its fourth quarter earnings for last year. It sold 2,400 cars and took in $306 million. But not all of that income came from selling the Model S. Tesla says $12 $12 million came from work it's doing for Mercedes-Benz and an undisclosed amount came from Toyota since Tesla is making electric versions of the RAV4 for Toyota. Tesla lost $90 million for the quarter and Wall Street doesn't seem to know what to do with the company. Tesla's stock is up 16% so far this year, but Merrill Lynch just downgraded it from neutral to underperform. The Federal Communications Commission is considering selling off more of the Wi-Fi spectrum in the United States, and that has automakers worried. That part of the spectrum, the 5 GHz band, is the part that automakers want to use for vehicle-to-vehicle communication. The connected car, as it's commonly known, offers to dramatically improve automotive safety by making it almost impossible for cars to crash into each other. The FCC is aware of automakers' concerns, but says that it wants to expand Wi-Fi technology and increase Wi-Fi speed. Audi will be pulling the wraps off its version of a plug-in hybrid, the A3 e-tron, next month when it makes its debut at the Geneva Motor Show. It uses a 1.4-liter gasoline engine that puts out 150 horsepower. It's also mated to a 75-kilowatt electric motor, and they push it to 60 miles an hour in 7.6 seconds. The e-tron version really looks no different from the gasoline A3, a sporty-looking four-door hatch. Audi currently has no plans to build the A3 e-tron, but is clearly testing the market. Plug-in hybrids have a bad rap right now for having a higher price tag and not delivering enough fuel savings to justify that higher price and you can be sure an Audi version would not be cheap. The Golf lineup just got a little bit bigger with the introduction of Volkswagen's Golf GTD, and the D, of course, stands for diesel. It's a two-liter four-cylinder engine that puts out 184 horsepower and 280 foot-pounds of torque, capable of propelling the Golf to 60 miles an hour in 7.5 seconds with its standard six-speed manual A six-speed dual-clutch automatic is optional. The sporty hatch looks like it's the diesel version of its gasoline-powered counterpart, the GTI. We here at AutoLine think the GTD would look great rolling down any street in America, but unfortunately, there are no current plans to release it here. It'll get its first public showing at the Geneva Show and should hit European showrooms by June. Well, there sure are a lot of people with a lot of knowledge in the Auto Line audience. Yesterday, we showed you this picture of a dinky micro van that was shot on a trailer in Michigan. We had no idea what it is, but T-Man knew. He told us this is an extended version of the Wei Wang 306. It's made by BAIC, which claims it can seat up to eight people and is powered by a 1.3 liter engine. Thank you, T-Man, for telling us what it is but I'd sure love to find out who brought it to Michigan, probably some automotive supplier, and what they are doing with it. Speaking of how smart you all are, we've got the results of our latest poll, and boy did it generate a lot of attention. We asked you to choose what feature in your car you could live without if you had to choose between the heater, the air conditioning, or the radio slash sound system. Only 9% of you said they could live without the heater 25% of you said you could get by without any air conditioning. And 66% of you said you would give up the radio or the sound system. You know, I'm amazed. I did not expect these results because I thought most people would get rid of the air conditioning. Coming up next, we're going to take a look at the all-new Acura RLX. Proven on the track and on roads around the world. Warner turbochargers improve fuel economy and reduce emissions without sacrificing performance. Warner, official turbocharger supplier to the Eyes on IndyCar series.
1: California wine country is a playground for the rich, where you can find luxury in everything from boutique hotels to high-end wineries and, of course, expensive cars, making this the perfect environment for a brand like Acura as it continues to rehab its image with brand new products like the RLX.
2: This is a mid-premium uh, luxury sedan uh, so the major competitors will be the f- cars like the 5 Series and the E-Class and the Audi A6 but because of its class-leading uh, interior space and especially rear seat legroom uh, we feel that uh, even some of the larger uh, luxury sedan competitors uh, this, this may be crushed up with some of them as well. We think this will be a strong seller for us, uh, certainly the RLX Um, will be a vehicle, like I said, that uh, we'll be able to attract from different uh, segments, hopefully, and we feel that this will, as our our flagship sedan, will attract new people uh, either to step up from within the brand, but also from uh, outside the brand as well.
1: What Acura believes will attract its target market of successful 50-year-old males is the RLX's signature styling. With these cool-looking LED headlamps, the car's all-new V6 engine which is the brand's first-ever direct-injected engine, and a cool new chassis technology that Acura is calling PAUSE, Precision All-Wheel Steering.
2: The RLX has a world's first technology with the Precision All-Wheel Steer. Uh, that system is able to have independent control of the right and left rear wheels. Uh, that allows for the RLX to have a very nimble, uh, very natural and very linear and precise handling uh, characteristic. Uh, It's able to take information from um, many different sensors and to be able to adjust those wheels so that uh, the RLX can deliver uh, the next level of driving performance.
1: The RLX is replacing the RL and goes on sale in mid-March with a base price over $48,000 with several models available up to just over $60,000. From Sonoma, California, I'm Sean McElroy with AutoLine Daily.
0: Thanks for that report, Sean. Hey, before we go, don't forget to tune in to AutoLine After Hours. Our guest will be Charlie Hughes, the former head of Land Rover North America, and who has an extensive automotive background. We'll be talking all about branding and who's doing a good job with it, as well as those who are not. Join me and the auto extremist, Peter DeLorenzo, for the best insider opinions in the business. And that wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.